You gotta get up close like this, but bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. The killers are eating the flesh of the people they murdered. Believe it or not, zombies. I'm gonna make them an offer, Captain. Dead. Shut Corpses are returning to life and feeding on the living. All right, damn it. That's right. Now we've got a war. They seem to survive by human flesh. Everybody you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. We've only got 29 shells. We really need to work together on this. I need someone to help me reload. Everyone else to look at. I will find. I'm running this monkey for now, Frankenstein. And I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my time. There's no time to take a hold Fredo, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Hey all, Big Pierce here. Welcome to episode 42 of The Zombie Mob. This month, I was supposed to have with me uh, Johnny Kruger from Kruger Nation, Darkwing Mantis, formerly of Don't Look in the Podcast, Mike Zombie, uh, Action Attractions, Mike... uh, Metal Mikey was supposed to show up, but instead it's just me. Oh, yeah, and Mike Zombie. Yeah, I was going to say, gee, all right, I'm, well, I'm going to sit back and enjoy the show. Go ahead. Don't let me stop you. <laughs> well, I figured everybody had abandoned me at this point. Aww. But no, 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 I'm good. I'm happy. I've only been sick and dying, laying in my deathbed, coughing up my own lungs for the last week and a half, and nobody, nobody Jesus. cared. I'm going to get you a cross so you can crawl up and nail yourself to it, poor little fellow. You all right? <laughs> get nailed. Oh <Aww>, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. After the movie we watched for this month's episode, I think I would like to be nailed to a cross, hung out to dry, and have kids drive by and throw peaches at me. Hmm. Eat the peaches for a piece. Whatever. <laughs> well, let's, let's, share. let's share with people the stinker of a movie that we watched this month. Ah, Diary of Anne Frank. Really awkward comedy. Somewhere in Germany. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. That was the audio artifacting was perfect on that. Nice. Old-timey yes. old time, old time resources from the good old days. You know, separate water fountains. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, you know Anne Frank would have been a believer. Oh, God. I don't know about that. She was, she was too pure of soul to be sucked into that Canadian dog ship. That's all I know. And I'm not talking about Shatner. He's gold. I'm talking about that other little thing. So, not Anne Murray. Okay, you motherfuckers get carried away. <laughs> you know, I read a thing that uh, Chris Brown was actually trying to build a time machine so that he could go back to punch Anne Frank in the face. I don't know why. It was just a rumor. I heard. Well, um, <laughs> considering... Oh, never mind. Because this is, this is going into a weird area where I'm just going to start <laughs> doing like bizarre like German impressions and shit, it's really going to be inappropriate because I really don't harbor those feelings. You know, I mean... Uh, well, <laughs> that I mean, is nicht meine Kuppen! That I, is nicht meine Kuppen! Good Lord. But I agree with Daryl, though. We had a, we were talking beforehand the show, and uh, yeah, you know what? And they really do fuck up the whole neighborhood when they move in. And that's all I'm going to say. I do agree with you, Daryl. So, Germans? Uh, no, please. They bring they bring uh, aqueducts, and they bring architects. Never mind. God. <laughs> Trick me out of this flying, shit. Flying buttresses. Wow. What did we watch okay. this month? It, it, this is, month? it is appropriate for this time of year. 
Now, this month, and it was at my recommendation, and I take full responsibility for that, I had recommended to everybody that we watch A Cadaver Christmas from 2011. I'm the janitor over at the university. Big rain just before Christmas break left all the buildings completely trashed. Damn kids. Too stupid to use the sidewalks. You can all go to hell for I care. People like that just make me sick. What's with the blood? So I just finished the science building. Something didn't seem quite right. and sure as hell ain't legal. By the way, folks playing uh, the home game, uh, Daryl would have known how shitty this movie was if he'd listened to the review I did of, of this movie on our show about two years ago. He would have heard how bad it was. <laughs> Wait a minute. You reviewed this film? I did. Oh, my goodness. I should have been paying attention. So the I, film... I said it wasn't that bad, to be honest, but rewatching it today, you know, I've Ooh. come full circle. It's... See, that, that's probably a good thing I wasn't paying attention because no, no, your you review was very off. No, I realized now that uh, I was thanking someone for it. Uh, we were sent this by either um, the distribution company or the director or somebody that wanted to fuck with us. And uh, <laughs> I, I spent... Uh-oh. It was. 
but but now the 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 cool off period is over. My my non disclosure agreement is done. This movie was a fucking ball fest. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yes, it definitely um, sucked ass. That's all I'll say about it. Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in to episode 42 <laughs> of the Zombie Mom. We are done. We are so out of oh. here. There was one exceptionally amazing part, and I'll get to that. But please go ahead. Kick us off in style, maestro. Okay. Well, I'll, just, I'll do our usual. I'll give a shout-out to the actors. So Daniel Rarden Hale, who was one of the writers, starred in the film as the janitor. One of the other writers, Hanlon Smith-Dorsey, starred as Tom, the uh, bartender, the bar owner. You had Yosh Hayashi as Sam Sheriff, the deputy. Ben Hopkins as Eddie. Oh, sorry. Exactly. Andrew Ryan Harvey as the perp. And later on, you had two additional characters, uh, Jessica Denny as Kristen and Michael Kennedy as Professor Hildencrest. Who was the, um, oh, God, the guy that looks like he killed Trayvon? What was his name? The guy drinking oh, all the beer? Um, shoot. I thought I mentioned him. Yeah, you probably did. Um, Eddie. But I, I, Eddie, I forget his name in the show. You think he looked like uh, uh, Martin? Did he look like Martin? He really reminded me of him. Or uh, the other dude. Uh, what's uh, the guy's name? George Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Reminds me of Zimmerman. No, actually, when I saw him, the first person that came to mind for me was uh, one of the listeners from our other show, uh, Israel. His name's Israel Smith. That's who he reminded me of. Except the character, I, and, and this was part of the problem I had with this film. His character was trying too hard to be funny, trying too hard to be quirky. There was nobody in this film that was the straight man for all the jokes. <laughs> I, I kind of agree, but to me, they weren't trying too hard. It was all kind of really, really ho-hum, I thought, in a weird way. I mean, it was like they were um, like just playing this character and just expecting it to be funny. And I think it's probably, I'm going to say that's all a writing issue, not just a, an acting issue, um, at least for me anyway. Um, he was like the, the fat slacker, you know. He was like Eeyore. Nobody likes me. I'm going to sit here and drink my beer. And it wasn't... I don't know, and, and and a couple of the lines were funny, but it just it just seemed to me really uninspired, and I don't know why. I mean, they took the time to make the film, you know, get into it. It felt like what they were going for and what they got were two different things. So it seemed like they were trying to go for that one-off, not quite uncomfortable humor type of joking film mindset, and instead it just it came off as very flat, like there was no spirit there was no motivation or not motivation but there was no heart to all of the acting there was nothing that was pulling it all together and giving it a chemistry that makes that kind of acting work uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry folks daryl just texted me a very inappropriate fuck dude seriously <laughs> yes can you get that looked at be care, folks be careful who you with i don't know what the fuck is going on in north carolina but there's some kind of funk happening all I will say is that before the show started, Mike tried to convince me that phlegm is good for you. That's all I'm going to say. That's a snippet I heard on NPR. It, it, listen, I, I may TV. I'm not one in real life. So in spite <laughs> of what I've said on rare occasions to make magic happen, uh, Daryl let me know that I'm uh, my, my audio signal is really a dog dick today. So I do apologize. Is it any better now? I'm, it sounds I'm better right minimize. I'm trying to minimize any outbound uh, traffic on my... Let me see what I can bring off here. 
Yeah, the issue that we're getting is there's a lot of uh, choppiness. And I'm, you know, the people at home can hear it. Unfortunately, you can't hear it on your own headset. Um, there's a lot of choppiness in Mike's audio signal. So well, if I'm talking, talk- believe me, I know, no one's missing much. So <laughs> There's a lot of that artifacts. That much I know. A lot of artifacts. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones. Nice. I like that. Oh, wrong type of artifacts. <laughs> well, we're going to be melting some Germans at some point tonight. Hit them in the face with a heat ray. And just scream out, Mola, prepare to meet Kali. No problem. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Do you watch the uh, Big Bang talk- Theory? Yes, I did don't you, watch much TV, but I do. Uh, I do see that occasion. My girlfriend. Did you see the episode where uh, Amy Farrah Fowler ruined Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom for everybody? No. <laughs> oh well, it just starts out the episode. She's well, watching. You have to ruin it for me. No, it's the very start of the episode. <laughs> she watches the she watches the film with uh, Sheldon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's her first time, and Sheldon gets done. They get done, and Sheldon goes, so "What'd you think?" And she goes, "I don't get it." And he says, what? And she goes, well, Indiana Jones was pointless in the movie. He didn't serve any purpose. Yeah, not really. <laughs> he didn't actually rescue anything and return it to any museum. And Sheldon stops and he goes, huh. And then he goes back and tells the rest of the guys. And it just becomes a thing in the story of every time somebody comes up with, oh, well, that's because of this. Somebody else goes, but, but then this other thing. And they all go, oh, wow, he really was useless in the whole movie. He was unnecessary. Are you sure you're not running your uh, microphone through a GLaDOS voice <laughs> modification system? Is it that bad? Oh, my God. Okay, and, and the other thing, folks, is that the uh, Montag virus really fucked my up uh, four or five days ago, and it's running again now, but... <laughs> <laughs> the cake is a lie, people. The cake is a lie. There will be cake at the end of the test. I don't think Mike knows that he dropped off. Well, tell me, people, do I sound okay? I was sick for well over a week. I had no voice for the better part of last week. I barely have a voice right now. If there's any lag while I'm talking, it's because I had to mute my microphone in order to cough up a lung. I actually just coughed up a shoe. Not good. Not healthy. Well, while I'm waiting for Mike to get back on, because it says his Skype is on, but he's not actually here. At least I can't hear him. A Cadaver Christmas basically tells the story of a little bar outside of, uh, in a little university town with, uh, I think the university was like Peacetown College. I'm actually looking at the, uh, the IMDB page. It was like Peacetown Community College or something like that. All right, Mike just sent me a text. He is going to dial in with his phone. So that should take care of all of the artifacting in his line. So with that, I'm going to go back and look down and see if I can't find the name of the university. Nope. Not on the IMDb page at all. But anyway, the film is set in a little college town. It's Christmas Eve. The college is empty. Um, at this little bar, we've got the bartender, Tom, and his friend, Eddie, sitting there at the bar drinking. In walks a guy in a janitor's one-piece jumpsuit, covered in blood. 
He walks in, asks for the bathroom, goes back to the bathroom, washes the blood off of his face. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> hey, sorry. My you computers. sound a lot better now. Oh, thanks. You too, buddy. <laughs> no, you're a horrible liar. Uh, as I was saying, sorry, folks, my computer was eaten by a virus a couple of days ago. It's running again, but it's not running well. And I think that's... Uh... Oh, Harold Camping died. Who? Harold Camping. I'm sorry. You, 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 YouTube, Yahoo is up uh, on my computer, and the news is scrolling through. And uh, the doomsday minister, Harold Camping, the one who was oh. three times a year, he's finally, he's finally uh, boom, boom, out, go to lights. Uh, Harold Camping, we hardly knew ye. Boo, scram, beat it, would you? All right. Yeah, you have barely known him. He's been around for 88 years. Yeah. 92 Rest. years, sorry. Rest in piss. So, I'm sorry. So, you mentioned the guy had blood in his face. So we're talking about uh, the janitor showing up at the bar. Right. So, right. um, so, in this bar, guy walks through the door in a janitor's jumpsuit. It even says janitor on his name tag. In case you had confusion as to what he yeah. was. Is he a mechanic? Mm. Well, Custodian? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he walks through the door, asks for the bathroom, goes back, washes the blood off of his face. While he's washing his face, Tom, the bartender, calls the police and says, yes, a guy just came in covered in blood. Send a squad car. <laughs> they say, make him stay. The guy, come, the janitor comes out of the bathroom, hardly washed any blood off his off of his face. He went from like half of his forehead down to his bottom lip. <laughs> yeah, the top of his head, ears, neck, just still drenched yeah. in blood. <laughs> and before he can leave, the bartender says, "Hey, you can't use the bathroom in a bar without buying a beer." Well, give me a beer, and he gets a beer with a bow on it, and he's told he's drinking <laughs> sissy beer. And I would have said, listen, fine, go in there and put that piss back in my bladder, idiot. When it's done, it's done. I would have walked out. It was me. Now, now the thing that came to mind with calling out a sissy beer, anybody who follows me on Facebook knows that my favorite restaurant to go to for lunch is the Mecca. Yes, love that place. Can't say enough good things about it. Absolutely love them there. Well, I'm not even on Facebook, and I know this. Damn. <laughs> Well, a couple of months ago, I had ordered a sweet tea, and I asked Kathy, who was my waitress, if I could have a straw. Because, you know, there was a lot of ice in it, and every time I was taking a drink, I was, getting, yeah, I was having to go around the ice. And she goes, Don't you spill it in your skirt. Jesus. Well, well that's right. Yeah, exactly. She says, she goes, you want a sissy stick? <laughs> and I Face. Said, that's right. Yep. You tell them. A sissy stick. A straw is a sissy stick. At the Mecca. So now every so often, I will actually, when I get my drink, I will say, hey, yeah, can I get a sweet tea and a sissy stick, please? It's pretty funny. I've not heard that before. I like that. I hate straws, mm -hmm. personally. I never use them unless I'm driving. I prefer yeah. open top, sip my whole way through. But, uh, yeah, I'm anti-straw. I'm with her on that. And, uh, it depends yeah. on what I'm drinking. If it's got ice in it, I tend to want a straw just because I hate when you get the ice stuck at the bottom of the cup and you're like tipping the cup, tipping the cup, tipping the cup. Finally, you got it like practically vertical and then all the ice falls at once and it splashes in your face. Who does this? It happens to me. <laughs> that and the fact that now that I've got the, uh, I've got the Vaughn Jr. going and I do have a Vaughn Jr. going. Oh, no shit. I need no to see this. Yeah, it is oh. now. What I I pull the hairs out, it goes halfway up my thumb. So we're talking no about an inch and a half. 
Inch wow. and a half of beard here. That's right. Wow. Yep. And it's only been two Now we're going to look like fucking, you and me are going to like look like Duck Dynasty at fucking Cinema <laughs> Wasteland. We're going to scare Tom out of the fucking place. Gonna oh, great. it's gonna be nice. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let everything grow, but then come uh, May, I'm gonna shave everything except for a Hitler mustache. But I'm gonna let that be Duck Dynasty long. So it's just gonna be hair going straight down from my nose across my lips down to my chin. That's fine. Cause I'm gonna refer to you as Prospector uh, McPierce. That old <laughs> that old that old coot. I'll call him that. Oh, that old coot. Yeah, he's Prospector. <laughs> And then I'm going to braid it. I'm going to braid it and put beads on it. It's going to be one cornrow from well, I'm sure Tom, Tom's going to have us passing out all kinds of DVDs for him. We're really going to be a big help, I'm sure. We'll, we'll, be the, we'll be the birth control for the area. Nobody's fucking getting excited around us. That'll be great. Nice. I'm sorry. I hated this movie so much. I just want to bullshit with you. But that's all not right. what we're here to do. So quit, quit making it easy for me, damn it. Go ahead. All right. All right, so then after that phone call, a lot of bullshit happened. They end up going back to the university, some uninspired zombie scenes, uninspired inspiration for the zombies, um, uninspired ending with uh, a reference to what could be a follow-up sequel film that I hope never happens. Well, what about all my unanswered questions? Like, why were there random zombies everywhere that didn't seem to be interested? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why were why were the zombies why were the zombies impaled had their heads cut off whatever shot in the head and then they got up again? <laughs> How strong was that plunger stick anyway? <laughs> oh yeah, that was now I now okay let's all right let's not be negative let's look for positives in this. Okay, the the runtime was pretty short all things considered. No, and it was right. it went a little long for my taste considering the oh. movie. All right, fine. Those boobs were phenomenal. Oh, oh my yes. God! Oh, oh. Yes. it's a perk. Which I also was the highlight of my other review from two years ago. I said, you know what? All, all kidding aside, these noggers were just phenomenal. They were oh. very nice, and I and I will say that whole sequence. So when when Sam Sheriff, the deputy, shows up, he's already got in tow um, a perp who was caught having sex with a goat named. Gladys? Was that it? Was it Gladys? Is that what you were saying? I sound like the goat? No, I was saying GLaDOS from Portal. One of my favorite games of all time. I'm not so much a fan of Part 2. Part 1 was awesome. Well, that's because Part 2 had the wrong computer. It had the guy from uh, Ricky Gervais' friend. Oh, I I love Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais. Yeah. And Carl Pilkins. I love all three. But, uh, yeah, I just thought the puzzles weren't as fun for me. I don't know why. Oh, some of them were pretty challenging. There was one oh. in particular. Yeah. There was one in particular towards the end that I must have spent like three days trying to figure out exactly how to do it. And it was, you're like in a room and there's a glass wall and a room to your right and you had to get across the room you were in long ways to get to the room on the other side and it was really hard. I loved that. Mm. But yeah, I, like uh, I liked them, but just uh, I think I like I like the, the first uh, version of Portal better because um, yeah. it kind of it had been a long time since the game had made me you know really get into uh, problem solving. Um, so <laughs> and I was I knew what to expect the second time. Anyway, good job talking about Portal too. I'm sorry. Oh well, great games. I personally I love both of them. Um, but anyway, uh, so this this perp was caught banging a goat. So he was taken into custody. When they go back to, what was the name of the college? It was like Peace Hill 
university or yeah something like that yeah so when our cast end up going back there we find out that dr hildencrest hildencrest had several cadavers that he had ordered now before we find any of this out we find one of the cadavers is uh what looked like it was immolated covered in a sheet left on a on a slab well the perpetrator goes in pulls back the sheet and what he sees is a very nicely chested woman not this piece of human shaped bacon and the thing i'm getting at with this is another plus in the film is the way they seamlessly transitioned between the immolated corpse and what the perp was seeing with this eh, her face is okay her boobs are really nice this chick that he then starts banging it was very seamless there was like one scene where the camera was above the cadaver's head, you know, the cadaver's on the slab. So it's, you know, looking across the body and it switched in between the cadaver and the, and the woman a couple of times. Seamless outlines were the, the silhouette of her boobs and all were perfect transitioning between the two shots. It was very well done. Yeah. But I was at the time like, what the hell's going on? I'm trying to, you know, mm-hmm. so whatever. Um, but yeah, um, so a bit of creepiness. Um, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell it was really all about. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, that's one of the things in the end. None of it had a point. I mean, maybe that's my problem. Is that none of it really had a point? Um, I just don't understand. A movie doesn't have a great point for me. But I shouldn't be like, I shouldn't wonder. Ending. Right, exactly. I shouldn't wonder like, why is this going on? I don't, I don't get it. I mean, there's and. There's no real, at least that I picked up on. Granted, I slept through half of it today watching it again. Um, and that's just me being honest. Um, I, was there ever any sort of genesis given for this? I don't think there was. Yeah, there was. Oh, great. Well, fuck me. Yeah, there was. All right, what was it? <laughs> so Dr. Hildenkress, his wife uh-huh. had uh, some kind of brain cancer. So, and, 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 and it was very ham-handedly just like dropped into the script. She she had brain some kind of inoperable brain cancer. He had ordered um, some kind of moths or something that had cordysepsis, this uh, uh, zombie brain fungus. Which there have been other movies that have used that as a, a premise. So uh, Pretty Dead, which I did uh, on a Little Dead podcast a couple of years ago, that was the basic premise of the film. Somehow, you know, the the heroine of the film got this cordysepsis. She got this mold from a mushroom in her system. She then had a heart attack, died. But when, she, when they um, used the, uh, the shit, the paddles to bring her back, somehow yeah. it forced the cordysepsis to jump the um, species barrier. And in fact, her and she became a zombie. Hmm. That was actually the episode where I said she was a vampire. Oh, yeah, that, I remember that. All right. Yeah. So, I mean... I think they were done the same year, so I won't say that either one plagiarized the other, but the idea itself has shown up at least once or twice in movies. But that's that's how um, they ended up getting the zombies. Hildenkrest ordered the the cadavers. He ordered the um, he ordered the fungus from somewhere, and then he had a couple of his. um, I remember now. Yeah, he had a couple of students 
that were working for him, who were, of course, the bullies who picked on the janitor and threw beer. Right. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, it's, it's coming back now from the first review. I remember now. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Where was I? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well so you know, this was from a comet, right? No, asshole. <laughs> Watch the film. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that, 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 no, that's the guy that played Grandpa. Oh, Hyman, Hyman Munster. Oh, wait, no, wrong grandpa. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I watched the movie for the first time on Sunday morning. And I think about an hour into it. See, what I try to do when I'm watching a movie for the podcast is I watch it. Attention? My, sure. I try to do that. I try to. I honestly try to. I, I set don't. the laptop aside. I open up, um, you know, I load an editor so I can take notes, but I put the laptop aside and I focus on Mm -hmm. the movie. And about an hour into this movie, you know, I was typing up a couple of notes and then I was like, oh, let me go look at the IMDB for this. I'm going to go look up the chick who played, uh, what's her name, the 911 receptionist. All right, yeah. (laughs) And it's helpful. Well, you know... I, I'm in my third year of a law enforcement program. I've been two years as security guard, and I'm CPR certified. Well, it's a anyway. beauty. Oh, sorry. I, just, I was laughing to myself, you know what? I figured we were all going to show up for the show, and, and everybody watched it really good, and I, I'd be able to skate through the fact that I slept through, like, half of this rewatching it today and just come in with yeah. a few points here and there and make a dick joke. Son of a bitch, if everybody fucking that saw this thing canceled but you. Uh, and I haven't seen it, well, in, in its entirety in about two years. Yeah. And, uh, mm. well. Oh, you there? My wife oh, is shit. asking me if zombies have a bedtime. Yes. Um. <laughs> Trust me, this movie sucks so bad that we're going to be done in eight minutes. Wow. That's the zombie bedtime. Z30. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm uh, honestly I'm sitting here thinking about it, going. I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time talking about this movie. You know, especially now with some jackass, you can't remember the fucking film. <laughs> Nor could I blame you. I really, well, seriously, did, oh, I don't know. You I'll fell everybody asleep. Down. You fell asleep through it. Sunday, I got an hour in, and then I let myself be distracted so that for the last 20 minutes of the film, I really was distracted. I wasn't paying uh, attention at that point. I was too busy going, oh, let me click on this link, blah, blah, blah. Where do I go? So this morning I got up. Um, I didn't go to the gym today because I've been sick. So I ended up leaving well, an hour and 20 minutes later than usual. So I got up today. I started coughing. and went, I'm going to go watch as much of the movie as I can before I leave for work. And I put it on. Ten minutes in, and I went, oh. and I picked up a comic book. And I sat there, and I read a comic book. And then I got done that, and I looked up, and I'm like, oh. And I picked up the next comic book, and I read that. And I read comics through the first hour and 15 minutes of the film. And then I looked up, watched a little bit of the last ten minutes. I had completely missed the ending, because by the time it got to that point, I went, oh, look, it's the credits. Shut it off. <laughs> I didn't sit through to the end of the credits. I mean, and I and I'm absolutely sorry. I apologize to the filmmakers if they happen to be listening to this, but I understand what you were trying to go for. I know what you were trying to do with the film. I get it. I'm just sorry it didn't work. It just didn't come together for me. I thought they were trying to make it fun. It wasn't so much about the gore. It was, I think, in their minds, it was supposed to be about the cool hip characters. It was kind of like. 
like each character was supposed to have his own little cool thing going on. Kind of like wants wants to take me back to like maybe like a Lebowski, you know, like where right. these characters had these little quirks about them and just you know and their little personalities and uh, was supposed to ride the film. And to me, it just I just didn't feel it for any of them, not really. Right. Yeah. In the end, it seemed like you know we had this cast of characters, and unfortunately, that just doesn't work. You can't have a cast of characters. Whoa, my light went out. It just came back on. For what? <clears throat> Uh-oh. What? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay. Oh, I'm scared. I'm What's happening? Is there a cat? Oh my god! What's happening? Oh. I don't know. Oh, He's... Smudge showed up. The official cat of the zombie apocalypse. Did he turn the light off? What happened? Oh, get away from there! You don't want to go anywhere near my tissues. She can't. No, catch kitty, her. they're bleachy. Get away from them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, kitty, they're my chicken pie pie. <laughs> Mom, can you be a dildo? I know, little kid, you'll be sleeping with mommy tonight. <laughs> Herman's mom is a fucking quack. Anyway. All right. Oh, so you so said anyway. a light went out? Did something happen? Did... Um, somebody's trying to get my attention. Oh. Yeah, so the light got a little flickery. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No time for love, Dr. Jones. You got phlegm. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's not phlegm. Well, oh, man, I keep muting this, too, because I'm, I don't know if I'm, I think I'm starting to sound a little worse. I'm really starting to lose my voice now. You're not sounding, you're not sounding any worse than I am, and I'm speaking clearly. I just have no content. <laughs> At least you have content, something to say. Oh, God. Happy well, holidays, everyone, since this is going to air. When is this going to go out? Um, probably tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow. Happy holidays, everybody. <clears throat> happy holidays. Just, you? you want a very happy holiday, don't watch this movie. Yeah. Um, I well, mean, it's not the worst I've seen. But, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. no oh, I was go just stalling for time. Go ahead. <laughs> no, what I was going to say before I started coughing and the light started flickering and I thought I was having, you know, like an embolism or something – or an, not an embolism, an aneurysm. I, I didn't know if the lights went out or if I just had a stroke. Could have been either one. Don't really know. No, what I was going to say was the issue that I had with the cast is everybody was a character. It was a cast of characters. There was no straight man. There was no real character that anchored everybody in a world that I could identify with. Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree with that. Um, and a couple, a couple weren't that far off from being fairly interesting. You know, but right. just a little more, a little more, just a little more backstory on these people, and a little less hippo cartoon. You know what I mean? Because that that took me right back to the one. Um, I know no one's seen this one, and I again mentioned this in my other review of this movie that the, the two guys fawning and getting emotional over the hippo cartoon for the, the friend that died really took me back to the other one, uh, the other movie I saw, but it's a strip club, and. Uh, like there's some kid show like Uncle Jimby's Hump Palace or something that the <laughs> owner he can't stop watching and laughing because he he liked it since he was a kid and they keep showing this weird cartoon, right? Um, and it really reminded me of that. It's a weird little device that. Um, and considering uh, considering it was Christmas themed, why wouldn't you use some kind of Christmas element and not some fucking hippo? That doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah, see the the, the Christmas aspect of it made no sense. It it didn't play any part in the film at all. Yeah, you know, they think about it. It, it, it. Granted, 
I'm 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 going from 35 minutes of half paying attention today and really watching two years ago. Did Christmas get involved in this at all? No. The only way the Christmas played a role in it is it's the only reason why there weren't more people on campus. Okay. Because right. everybody was yeah. gone for Christmas break. Yeah, and like and the Genesis, well, at least I'm not sitting here drinking alone at a bar on Christmas Eve. That's sad, you know. So right. other than that, two references was the basis for that title. That's kind of weird. Yeah, this could have been set at uh, Easter. It could have been Groundhog's Day. Would not have made a difference on the story. Mm. Yeah, and, you know, I I recommended it based solely on the title. (laughs) Yep. Well, and you know what, and that's okay because you hadn't seen it, so you had every expectation of, mm-hmm. hey, this will be this will be a holiday scene film. No, it could have been Arbor Day, folks. Honestly, it could have been, <laughs> could have been you know, I don't know. It could have been, J- could have been James Earl Ray Day, and that's a joke for Daryl because I, I showed him something funny with my phone. So. Oh, yeah. No, Mike's only saying that because he's taking that day off, too. Yeah, well, you know, crosses don't like themselves. So oh, you you can't you can't make a joke like that and not tell the people. Otherwise, they're going to think that you're racist. You well, explain. I am. I am, but only towards I, white people. Can't stand a bunch of bastards. Stole my yeah, that, no. is, that is so wrong. We all know that the Samoans are the dregs of uh, of humanity. So you know what? And I have Samoans, Australian friends. No, no, no. Were, Samoans, Samoans are five third humans, sir. Oh, I'll tell you what, they're, 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 they're five-fifths of being eight feet tall and pounding the shit out of people that don't like them. So uh, these, uh, these are also the thoughts of uh, McPierce, not necessarily my own. Um, no, just as a, as a goof, I didn't re- I, I've got a new phone. I got the Galaxy Note 3, and it's got all these crazy features that I'll never use. A stylus, like I'm never going to use that. And I was goofing with my calendar and adding like dates. I've got a I got a special rugby tournament we're going to in 30 days in Vegas. I'm putting that in, and all these weird holidays pop up. And one popped up, and as a joke, I put a holiday on top of another holiday, and I just put James Earl Ray Day. And I'm not going to say why. Some of you can look that up and figure out what holiday that would be conjoined with. It was done just as a joke. Take a screenshot, send it to Daryl, and he, I think you replied, "Holy shit! Did you get, how far into the south did you purchase this phone?" And uh, it was such a really funny line Daryl had. It was very laugh. I'm standing yeah. in the middle of a fucking kookaroo eating onion rings, laughing. I'm like, yeah, Daryl knows what's up. It's a bank holiday in some states. That's all I'll say. <laughs> so yeah. So well. Oh. So honestly, I'm going to wrap it up with this film, uh, except for a couple of okay parts. I hated it. I'm, or I'm not, I hate, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I will forget this film come Christmas Day. I will have forgotten this film. Exactly. Which is sad, because it had potential. I like the guy who played the janitor. I yeah, like the I like guy that too. played Eddie. I really yeah. like the guy who played the perp. They had, they had charisma. If the sheriff, if Deputy Sheriff had been a straight character. Oh, if, Shane? <laughs> yeah. This movie's Shane. <laughs> If he had been a straight character, that would have only made this better. And you know what I'm thinking? Mm. Have you ever watched the TV show Psych? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> Why are you asking the guy that admittedly doesn't watch TV outside of the History Channel and uh, a couple of comedies uh, if I've seen these weird little shows? Well, no. there, there's a character on Psych named uh, Lassiter. He's the, he's the straight man to Sean, who was one of the main characters, to his humor. You've got Sean and Gus, who are best friends. They are constantly joking around. Mm-hmm. Their joking is funny, 
but they need Lassiter as the uh, uh, the straight man. That's the sounding board for all their jokes. Sure. Their jokes are all the funnier because he's the straight man who doesn't get it. And if the sheriff, if deputy sheriff had been that kind of a character, somebody who wasn't cracking jokes, wasn't you know the the wimpy um, screaming and all that, if he had just been a straight man for them, the film would have been you know worlds better. It would have been twice as good. Yeah, and I'd also like to mention the, like the the wimpy janitor who rose up and was suddenly the badass. I'd also like to say that's pretty much taken from Nigel from either Dead Alive or Brain Dead, depending on uh, which version you've watched. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just the, the, that character template in a new film, except um, Nigel was kind of rather endearing and kind of, you know, sad, funny in a weird way. Right. And not that I didn't like these guys. Uh, oh. Lord help me. But... Uh, <laughs> Oh, God, what the hell did you have for dinner, a squirrel? Yeah, I had, uh, okay, let's see, I have a bag of kettle brand sea salt and vinegar chips. Um, uh, I think I had a hot dog, and I've been chugging Diet Pepsi ever since I got regular, not cherry, because, oh, no, uh, I'm sorry, this is, yeah. Um, but He's drank so much of it, he doesn't even know what it tastes like anymore. God, it's just, it could be piss, I don't know, it's, it's, it's frothy. My Pepsi shouldn't be viscousy, should it? Um, but but I will say these, chewy. these characters. How'd your how'd your tissues get into my? You you got tissues <laughs> in my drink. I was trying to uh, filter your drink. Lord, <laughs> like Mister Thanks, Mister Coffee. Appreciate that. <laughs> but these characters weren't bad. I didn't dislike these people for the most part. I just didn't find them endearing, and um, I, I wasn't given a reason to care about any of these people. Not really. Right. Um, so like I said, not a, not a horrible film. I wouldn't even say a bad film. I just, as, to me, a film that, that failed to meet its own very meager expectations and one that, besides, besides the uh, giant uh, Gazunga Mungas, I'm just going to forget about, um, you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> but I did. Is it, is, it, is it bad form to talk about um, a zombie movie that I did see this morning that I watched while I was awake that I think everybody uh, probably should check out? Sure. Is that weird form? No, I don't uh, think so. All right, I gotta find the name of it. We try to um, be positive here at the Zombie Bob. Yeah, and yeah, and and I think I just did good. I told them didn't tell the makers to go fuck themselves with their stupid. That's movie. true, because I would never say that. Unfortunately, the the only thing I could say is this film has the sad fate of it will just be forgotten. It wasn't bad enough to be a bad film that everybody wants to watch. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? It's not. It's not. It's not clever bad. It's not funny bad. It just wasn't good. Right. Uh, I did watch this morning, and uh, I believe it's on. I almost positive it's on YouTube. I did uh, get a different form of this video. Uh, it's called From Romero. <laughs> yeah, it's a kick-ass The film is called. From Romero to Rome, The Rise and Fall of the Italian Zombie Movie. And uh was really good. And they go yeah. they go deep into uh from Romero to Argeno to Fulci. I mean they go back and forth and they talk about and I, I but just by watching this film, I've already got five new films that I've never seen, really bad Italian old zombie films that I'm gonna really? have to buy and what yeah. So Check out From Romero to Rome, The Rise and Fall of the Italian Zombie Movie. And I was so annoyed that Berdinsky wasn't in this film because he knows all of these films like the back of his hand and uh-huh. I thought would have been a great natural fit for this film. And it was done nicely. Uh, I mean, and they've got, uh, I mean, like uh, 
Uh, every there's cast members from Night of the Living Dead sitting in on this, uh, from uh, the writers really? of the Zombie Two. Yeah, I mean this was a, a legit film, and I found it very entertaining. So I, I would say, um, from Romero to Rome, the rise and fall of the Italian zombie movie. Uh, it's either on YouTube, it's from other sources. If you can purchase it, please purchase it and check it out. It's good. It's for those Absolutely. of you who are not educated. Um, or just didn't weren't around to see all these bad Italian zombie films. It's a great look at what was so good and so bad about them. So. I hope it has seeded ideas for at least five zombie mob episodes. Is that what um, you're oh yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Um, yeah. I mean, some of the movies they show, it's uh, they go they go through. Uh, it's a, a lot of uh, a lot of Fulci's work, but uh, we're going back through not only zombies, cannibal zombies. Uh, actual uh, infection zombies uh, that use tools and shit, uh, like 28 Day Later style, but from 30 years ago. I had no right. idea half of these things were even made. Um, yeah, easily, easily fodder for five more zombie mobs of me actually watching and, and knowing my head from my ass uh, in these films. Yeah, so definitely check it out, folks. You too, yeah, Harold. It's, it's a good watch. I just looked it up on IMDb. I see it was done last year. Yeah, definitely something we should check out. Yeah. Oh, man. Alex Shandon, Luigi Cosi, Ruggiero Diodato. Yeah, uh, by, the, uh, by the way, Ruggiero, yeah, uh, not to mention also some of these people were, were named in uh, named characters in Burdinsky's uh, 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 masterwork. So, Ruggiero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was... I remember right, is now dating, or what, what, in the film was dating a a, uh, a Radio Shack mogul. Mm. Who knows? The Shack. I'm tired. The Shack. Oh yeah. It's a it's the a good shack. movie though. Everybody should check it out. I'm gonna send uh, Tom a link to it, and if uh, if it's actually fully viewable on YouTube, um, I'll actually uh, get a burned copy to uh, Bradinsky. Um, check it out on on. Uh, but if, if it's not, if it's not, then I'll just I'll just prompt him to buy it because um, good things like this. Um, shouldn't be free. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got on the negative side a cadaver Christmas. Don't bother. That's my opinion. Don't bother. I agree. I agree. And on the plus side, from Romero to Rome, the rise and fall of the Italian zombie movie, 2012. Go check it out. <laughs> wow. I like how we kind of we kind of did a little came uh, full circle from the yin to the yang. I do like that. <laughs> And now I actually feel like I contributed to this to this episode. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking of this, this episode, miracle. speaking of the yes, God bless us, everyone. Somebody go and get me a Christmas goose. Because what's good for a goose, I'd like to take a gander. <laughs> Forget it, right. he's rolling. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm acting like it's open mic, open mic at the Yuck Yuck Factory. Hey, you mean? know what? I listened back, and that even made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Rocking an open mic at the Chuckle Hut. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, i got to keep muting because I'm choking now. Oh. Well, folks, uh, from uh, Mick Pearson and myself, and uh, we would like to wish you guys a safe and happy festive Kwanzaa. And, Festivus. Uh, yeah. Festivus. Chana, Chaka Khan. Yes, Chaka Khan. Let me rock you. That's all I want to do, Chaka Khan. Oh, wait. <laughs> Are you going to fuck me up with that? No. Great. Guess it's going to be stuck in my head all fucking day at work tomorrow. Thanks, Daryl. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Yes, 
uh, from all of us here at the Zombie Mob to all of you out there listening. I hope both of you guys have a very happy Christmas. Yeah, one of them is and, my mom, so don't call it a guy. I'm mom. <laughs> and the other one's Some, Tom. Yeah, right. Tom and my mother are our only listeners. Just remember, uh, yeah, whenever Tom is on an episode, our listening audience dips. <laughs> by hand. It's true. But the, the good news is, is that other person gets a shitload of bandwidth. There's no waiting. <laughs> well, Stream everybody, it. want to thank you for listening. Thank you, Mike, for being on the show. Thank Thanks, you, Darkwing Mantis, for not showing up. You owe me now. And uh, Johnny Kruger at uh, Kruger Nation, hope you're feeling Feel better. better. Yeah, poor guy got pneumonia, couldn't make it tonight. Uh, Metal Mikey sent me a note this morning, said that because of work and all the snow that they're getting in Michigan, he couldn't be here as well. That's why you have, you know, Mike I regret Zombie that the most. In- I really enjoy Metal Mike. <laughs> yeah. We got, we have Mike Zombie over in sunny California and McPierce here in uh, not quite so sunny uh, North Carolina saying thank you. Thanks, guys. See him no more.